Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome back, guys. So is this a thing where am I crazy? I'm Leslie. And I'm Maritza. How's it going, Maritza? Good. It's nice out there. It's nice out there? What do you mean? Uh, fall. Oh, fall. My I... favorite time of the year. Me too. What's your favorite part about fall? Uh, just sweater weather. <laughs> uh, what is it? Uh, the lattes? What are they? Pumpkin, Pumpkin spice latte. You're so basic. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they're um, they're really good. I do think it's pretty good, but I only want like a small one. I think it's too much for me. Like I don't want a giant one because I don't want to drink a cheesecake. You know? Oh yeah. <laughs> that sound very good. I don't know. Just, I don't know. Um. So it's my turn. It's your turn. It's my turn. And Maritza, I have to tell you that this was probably my favorite. Uh, research. Wait, you've said that before. <laughs> have I said that before? You have. <laughs> so I'm just good at giving. You- <laughs> I'm just good at giving you topics that I know you're going to be interested. In. I this I found this topic so interesting. Uh, maybe not right away, but once I started like doing the research, Maritza, I could have gone on for days. Yeah, like I could have. This could be a three hour show if. If I, if you just let me, like, if we didn't, if we weren't restricted on how much time we, <laughs> oh no, it was, it was so incredible, and there's so much information out there, yeah. and I just, I think this was probably this was my favorite. Topic. Okay, we'll see. Until, until next week, I'm sure. Right? Um, so your question to me was, uh, around the world, what is done with a dead body? Yeah, like what happens, um, you know after death right Mm -hmm. um there are several different ways to prepare a body after death okay uh cremation is the disposal of a corpse by combustion which is burning Mm -hmm. vaporization which is uh fluid like fluids are evaporated or boiled and oxidation which is the loss of electrons during a reaction by a molecule atom or ion Um, in modern cremation one body at a time Mm -hmm. unless it's stillborn twins Mm -hmm. or a mother and unborn child those are the only two cases where you're allowed to put more than one body in oh, at a time. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. What are they going to do? Take the baby out? And right. Yeah. Right. Um, um, are put into uh, a wooden or cardboard casket that's placed into a cremator, a cremator mm-hmm. which is a machine that burns the body using oil, propane, natural gas, or coal gas. So basically, okay. you're put So in, you're put into a box, and right. then that box is burned with you in it? Like inside of a... Right machine that and then like do they like sweep it all to make sure they get all of you there's there's they're (laughs) supposed they're they're supposed to i you know they don't (laughs) like who do i really have in that vase in the urn i hope that there are some kind of like guidelines that so (laughs) i'm gonna tell you a a cremation story that you're probably not gonna like but anyways (laughs) So, it's sad, but I, I'm not even going to think about the sad part. I'm okay. just thinking about the logical part okay. of, of this thing. But anyways, so I cremated my my dog when she passed away. I'm sorry. Because I wanted her with me, right? Yeah. And I'm not going to get into it because I would get emotional. Okay. But Peter said, <laughs> no, I was, <laughs> he was just like, I wonder if it's really chilly or if it's just a bunch of dog remains. And I was like shut the fuck up <laughs> i was like shut up i don't want to know i want to imagine what i right. think it's right sure but 
logically thinking, I was like, you're right. It's uh, how do I know if it's even like how do I know what's even in there because I'm not gonna open it to see what's in there no it's chilly and spot and fluffy yeah yeah but, but then who again, cares it's right okay because it's puppies who- I think it's more of like a symbolic thing anyway right yeah you know and I think that's probably the same for I mean I don't care how how you tell me that you cremated my relative like if that's how you did I don't believe it all the way but okay if you say so <laughs> that's how it's supposed to be done <laughs> um, there's also an increasing number of countries that are now using a process called alkaline hydrolysis where a body and lye the chemical lye um, are heated at high pressure which breaks down the body into its chemical compounds and that's described as being better for the environment mm-hmm Fun fact. So, uh, cremation is the most common way to dispose of a body with Japan as the world's leader in terms of quantity. Hindus are cremated unless the body is that of a baby, a child, or a saint. Orthodox Mm -hmm. Jews and most conservative Jewish communities, Muslims, and members of the Eastern Orthodox Church are prohibited from cremation. They don't dispose of their bodies that way. Mm -hmm. Um, Another way, uh, another thing... um, uh, that I, I learned about was embalming. This is a form of body preservation. Okay. And this is what we typically do here when you see somebody in a casket. Yeah. And they look... I don't, have you ever been to an open casket? I have. And it's not fun. So <laughs> they, the person doesn't... I guess, I guess the people at the funeral home try their best to make them look like they did while they were alive. Yes. And sometimes they do a really good job at it. I've never seen a really good job. Um... And I have, and it creeped me out. Oh, I've never seen like a like. Oh my gosh, that's my grandma. It didn't feel that way at all. Um, maybe it felt that way for me because I wasn't related to the person. Oh, maybe. So I didn't really see how they were when they were alive. Mm-hmm. So to me, it was just like really. They just looked like weird. they were sleeping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So this is this is what we do uh, for like open caskets. Okay. Um. It's a bo- it's a form of body preservation. Uh, the first step is the body is washed and disinfectant, and the limbs and are massaged to relieve uh, rigor mortis, which is the stiffening of the joints and muscles. Your face is priceless what? right now. What? You have to give them a massage? So you massage them so that they soften Relax. up. They soften up. Yeah. <laughs> um, fa- <laughs> facial hair is then shaved off unless the deceased... Uh, person intentionally wore facial hair so like if they had a beard or a mustache right. and that's the way they always had it then they would just shave the rest of the face mm. and leave that um, eyes are closed with glue or flesh colored eye caps uh. the mouth is closed and the jaw is wired or sewn shut from, well, the, yeah. from the inside um, the blood is drained from arteries and replaced by chemicals, oh, water and dyes um, they they inject the dyes to keep the flesh looking like flesh colored. Who does these jobs? I mean, you know, that's amazing that somebody yeah. has the strength. Well, I guess if it's not your loved that. one, then you can just take out the personal. Could you do that? I don't think so. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I, I can't even. Really, I can't even eat a chicken wing because it's got a bone in it. Right. You're <laughs> not touching a dead body. Okay. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> So an incision, uh, an incision is made near the belly button, and an instrument called a trocar, or maybe I don't know, trocar is inserted to puncture and drain the internal organs of fluid and gas, and those things are then replaced by chemicals. Um, Then the incision is closed. Bodies that are embalmed this way usually stay preserved for about ten years. So. 
Mm-hmm. They embalm your, you know, Aunt Frances. Yeah. And then you have an open casket. People say their goodbyes. Yeah. And then they put Aunt Frances in, into uh, a, a cement vault that goes down into the ground. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, she stays looking like Aunt Frances for, for, about, 10 years? for about 10 years. Right. Before it's the chemicals start to... Why do we do this? I think it's just to f- make people feel better about seeing their dead relative. I don't Wait, know. Wait, no. How do you see them 10 years later? Oh, no, no, no. We don't. They're in the ground. So why would you do this? Well, this? that's just how long the effects last. Is 10 years. The effects of the embalming. Oh, so it regard Like, this is not done to preserve the body for 10 years. It's just it's done just to preserve just, it. Yeah. Just while you're going through the process. Right. But, but then it lasts, it lasts for about 10 years. Um... Fun fact, <laughs> embalming is not usually performed in places besides the U.S. and Canada, but communist leader Vladimir Lenin was embalmed and is re-embalmed every year, and he still looks great. You can Google pictures of him. You can see his body, mm-hmm. um, and he has actually been dead since 1924. What the hell? And his body is preserved as if he had just died yesterday. And what? Um, so I couldn't get like a super straight answer, but it seemed like there was a group of scientists that were testing like embalming techniques and and for whatever reason they tested it on him, Mm -hmm. on a communist leader. I'm not sure why. Why? Yeah. Um, I don't, I didn't really dive dive into it. But he's just, it's been happening since. They do it every year and you can actually go and view his body. Um, and he still looks fantastic. Wow. Yeah. Um, so another uh, form of body preservation is mummification. Mm-hmm. Um, it, this is where the skin and flesh are preserved. It can happen unintentionally. Uh, I'm sorry. It can happen unintentionally. It can happen unintentionally. Like a body can be preserved. Like a body can be preserved in cold, like a glacier or in a super dry climate. Mm. So if somebody dies um, in the snow. Yes. Or if they die in a desert and it's super hot and dry. Uh Uh-huh. Or even in a bog, which is an acidic wetland, those things will preserve the body. Um, So that's like an unintentional mummification. Mm -hmm. When it's done intentionally, a sharp instrument is pushed up into the body's nose and into the brain. The brain is then chopped up into tiny pieces and Mm -hmm. taken out through the nose. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This was your question. (laughs) You wanted to know. Wow. Next, a hole is put in the body to remove all the organs except for the heart. And then the hole is filled with linen, spices, and salt to dry out the body. Um, After about 40 minutes... You're like curing your jerky. That's exactly what what they're doing. It's exactly what they're doing. Um, uh, uh, After about uh, 40 days, the body is wrapped in bandages. That's why we see mummies... You know, like little kids in Halloween costumes. (laughs) They got bandages wrapped around themselves. Once the body is completely dry, the process is complete. And the whole thing takes about 70 days. Mm. Fun fact. (laughs) (laughs) One more fun fact. You're right. I am a super nerd. But I found so much information that I'm like, how can I incorporate all of this information? Um, In ancient Egypt, anyone could be mummified. I didn't know that. I thought that you had to be some kind of like special dude, like royalty or or some kind of ruler or Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, uh, but anyone could have been mummified as long as you could pay for it. If well, you could afford then, it, you that's could why do it was only royal. Right. 
Um, also, over a million mummified animals have been found in Egypt. Most of them were cats. Oh, because they were pets. I, I mean, I, I don't know that it's because they were pets. I would think it's because back then they felt like these animals were um, like reincarnations, right? Well, Am I wrong? It, I could be wrong. Uh, I don't know. Well, I don't know about that. But they but... also felt like they were special. Like, right. If you think about like the Sphinx... Yeah. Right, isn't that part cat? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I don't know. I think that, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, there are a few other methods of body preservation that are less common, but are super interesting. <laughs> um, one is cryogenics. Uh-huh. And we talked about that in episode two, um, right? It was episode yeah. two, yeah. Yeah. About Walt Disney. Walt Disney, yeah. Um, the episode two feels like such a long time ago. It does. <laughs> um, this is where bodies are frozen in the hopes that someday they can be brought back um, and a cure would have been found for right. whatever killed them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also something called plastinization. I think I mentioned this to you once before, but I'm not sure. It's um, First, the body is placed in a preserving solution made of chemicals like formaldehyde oh, yeah. um, to prevent tissue decomposition. And then second, the body is dehydrated in a sub-zero bath of acetone. Mm-hmm. Like, think about acetone. We use it to yeah. remove our nail polish, right? Right. Um, as the body freezes, water is taken out of the cells and replaced by the acetone. Mm. Next, the body is placed in liquid polymer, like a plastic. Yeah. Um, the acetone is vacuumed out and the plastic is drawn in. Um, finally, the body is posed, mm-hmm. like however, positioned however you want, and set... And then they set it by um, exposing it to UV light, gas, or heat. (laughs) Why would you do this? (laughs) Okay, well, uh, so here's my fun fact. It's a personal fun fact. Um, I actually saw this in... in, Remember, I think when I I told you about it, it was talking about that horse. Like a giant horse. yes, yes. Um, I actually saw an exhibit called Body Worlds at Mm -hmm. the California Science Center like years ago or whatever. Mm -hmm. It was incredible. But I think, and you should, if if it's ever back in town, I don't know when it comes around, Mm -hmm. but it does come around every few years. Mm -hmm. You should really check it out. It's incredible. Um, But basically what you're doing is, what they're doing is removing all the skin from your body so that Mm -hmm. you can see all the muscles. Right. So that you can see all the tissue. Um, some of them, they even remove the muscles and they just leave your veins and your arteries. Oh. It's so interesting. Wait, but they're doing this with the human body? They're doing with this with humans, with animals. It's And and the the place where you went to see, the, or whatever, the what is it? I saw it at the, the California Science Center. Yeah. They had a person? Like they had an... Oh, they had many people. Like, really? They like, had a basketball player who... Who's, like, are these people that are donating their body for People this? are donating their body. It's not like... Mm. It's not like Grave Robbers or Back in the Day or whatever. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, I'm sure. It's people, but I'm just people's saying, like, bodies that are being, donated, are being donated to donated. science so that we can... I mean... It's it's very... It, for me, it was pretty educational. Yeah. I mean, when are you ever going to be able to see... Right. No, the no, inner no, workings right. of a like, body. Yeah. But they have animals. They have people. Um, they they had a woman who was pregnant. Like, full pregnant. Like, oh like almost done pregnant. Yeah. Is that the proper term? Almost done. Almost <laughs> baking. Um, yeah. So, um, so you could see. And they posed her beautifully. She's, like, kind of laying on her oh side. Oh, my God. Was that, like, kind of weird to see? Um, I would have felt 
I didn't feel like I would feel a little emotional like oh my god this this woman I think the only one that I so I you know how I am I'm a very logical (laughs) I try to be a very logical rational person and to me it was science to me and so I but there was there was a woman Mm. uh at the at the exhibit who did uh when she came across that one she did she lost her shit she started crying she was like wailing like she was weeping mm. so dramatically she was really feeling it so i'm sure it was very personal to her mm-hmm. um to me it wasn't it wasn't i didn't have any kind of emotion towards yeah. it um the one that i did have an emotion towards mm-hmm. was it was a ballerina mm-hmm. and i didn't have like an any kind of it wasn't an emotion it, it was kind of a detached emotion it was, i just felt it was beautiful mm-hmm. like oh wow look at this beautiful look at all these it was just a beautiful thing. I don't yeah. know. I, I felt like it was a piece of art more than, oh my yeah. God, somebody died. You know? Yeah. Um, so I didn't, f- that was the only time I ever felt any kind of emotion other mm-hmm. than like awe. Like, I can't yeah. believe I'm seeing this. Mm-hmm. How amazing. Yeah. You know? Um, I don't know what they're, I mean, what are you going to do with all these bodies? <laughs> what do you do with where do you store them i don't know uh, that's another. <laughs> and then how do you dispose of them when you're done with i don't know um maybe they bury them maybe but all that plastic in there well i guess we're already, I mean. we're already fucked <laughs> <laughs> um but but if if it's ever back in town you should definitely check it out it's mm. so it incredible. sounds very interesting but it also sounds like i would probably be one of those not emotional to the point of like hysteric crying uh-huh. but I'm just I feel like when it comes to an animal or another person I don't know why but my feelings get really involved mm-hmm. that's I mean mm-hmm. yeah you're, you're I mean, a sensitive person that's, right yeah. to, to other people like like when somebody's describing a cut and I'm like feeling the cut like I it's too much I think I think you might I, I mean that very well might happen but I think part of the reason why I didn't have any kind of emotional attachment to mm-hmm. these people or animals is because they don't resemble anything I've ever seen before because their skin is gone and also they do not explain to you how they died so they don't, oh, say, like, they don't say like this person was horribly murdered like the or yeah they mm-hmm. don't tell you they don't give you any kind of uh, that i recall they don't give you any of that information okay. it's strictly science look at this beautiful uh body look at what how right. amazing our bodies are okay yeah so maybe i will check yeah um sounds interesting for sure i thought it was super interesting <laughs> another type of body preservation is called mellification i had never ever heard of this have you heard of mellification no your lap it's a type of mummification that is done by filling and surrounding a body with honey the fuck I don't think this is done anymore with honey filling the body with honey and surrounding it it with honey what does it do to the body well if you think about it honey is like a preservative right well (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's done anymore but the process would start before the person died. <laughs> Your face right now is priceless. I'm confused. <laughs> so where like regular mummification would happen after the person is deceased. Right. Or like any every, of these yeah, things. Yeah. <laughs> any of these things are happened after the person is deceased. Uh-huh. Mummification, typically the process started before the person died. So let's say the person is sick and they're on their deathbed and they know they're going to die. Mm-hmm. 
they would voluntarily uh, eat, drink, and bathe in only honey during their last days. Okay? Uh, this would speed up death, obviously, because you can't live I mean... off of honey alone. Um, and then the body would be placed in a coffin filled with honey. <laughs> I'm just, like, dumbfounded right now. Here's a fun fact. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have a feeling all these fun facts are just filled with interesting crap. Go ahead. <laughs> this, this process dates back as far as the 4th century in Mesopotamia. And it's said that Alexander the Great's body was in a sarcophagus filled with honey. Here's a funner fact. (laughs) (laughs) After about a hundred years or so, Uh these candied bodies would be broken up into bite-sized pieces and eaten. Shut up! (laughs) (laughs) This is crazy. To cure sickness and broken bones. Your face is. We gotta start. We gotta start start recording it. Yeah. So, so before you die, you're sick. You start to eat and drink only honey. How does this? This sounds insane. All the way up until they start eating you. And then my body, your body becomes like peanut brittle, but like honey, honey. I don't know, honeycomb. And then a hundred years later, where? Okay. So, so. I want to die in that part it, of the world. It was in Mesopotamia, so it's it's oh. what is that Asia, right? Yeah. Um, but it was like in the part of Asia, like the Middle East mm. area. Mm-hmm. I could be completely fucking wrong. <laughs> Please don't at me if you know where Mesopotamia is. <laughs> but Mesopotamia was like I think was mm. like the original like um, where people for, first were, right? Or it was oh. one of the first empires. Fuck, I don't, I don't know. know. Why do you ask me these questions? <laughs> Um, I'm just like it's but, so crazy to me. But the the uh, the whole candied and eating people and whatever yeah. it was all studied by I believe it was a Chinese doctor. Okay. Who's, he didn't create it or do it. He just witnessed Study. it and studied it. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that must have been interesting. <laughs> it is. I think it's really. Fucking interesting. <laughs> um, oh. All right, so uh, I I found the most interesting uh, while I was doing while I was doing my research yeah. into uh, how bodies are preserved or how they're treated after after mm-hmm. death. Um, I've come up. I've actually found the most interesting ways that the world honors the dead. Also, okay. Um, I'm telling you, this was my favorite. Topic. I mean, you, this research was so <laughs> interesting to me. Yeah. Um, so, in Ghana, uh, they place bodies in what they call fantasy coffins. Um, mm-hmm. These coffins represent the deceased's passion or profession. So, if it were like a fisherman, yeah, um, they might be put in a coffin that's shaped and painted like a big beautiful fish. Oh, is that nice? That is so nice. Um, would you be... So I was thinking, like, well, what would Maritza be uh, put in? And I would think either, like, a horse. Yeah. Or, like, a makeup brush. Hell no. <laughs> you got a makeup brush. No. I, know, I know I love to... I love makeup and everything that involves that, but... But no, a horse a sounds horse? like my spirit would yeah. be. Or maybe you'd be there. put in a big, giant, beautifully painted coffin that looked like me because I'm your passion. I'm rolling my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, <laughs> and then you can break me apart and eat me alive. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, in, in New Orleans, Louisiana of the United States, um, mourners are led to the cemetery by a marching band playing sad songs, right? Mm-hmm. So the mourners are upset, they're crying, the music, the marching band is leading them, they're playing sad songs. The band mm-hmm. then plays lively, joyful music after mm-hmm. the body's buried, and the mourners dance and celebrate their loved one's life. Oh, that's nice right? too. Because yeah. you're mourning the loss, and then and then you're celebrating. You're the celebrating life. the life, and yeah, like, yeah. The person's in a better place. I mean, that's a. I mean, I'm just saying, like you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just a nice idea. Yeah. Um, in South Africa, the windows of a house where a death has happened uh, are smeared with ashes. Uh, the bed from the deceased's room is removed to allow for mourners to fill the space. Um, sometimes an animal is sacrificed. After um, the funeral, mourners wash themselves before re-entering the home to wash away any bad luck. I mean, that's n- nice, but the beginning of it sounds crazy. Well, I, I, from what I read um, is... I mean, you're smearing ashes on the windows and you're sacrificing animals? Well, you know, other cultures that... I mean, I no, but I'm just saying, like, what's the point of the sacrifice of the animal? So, the, the, the impression that I got where, you know, okay, in Ghana, they put you in a, in a beautiful coffin. Mm-hmm. It was like a celebration or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, in New Orleans, everybody's happy and uh, whatever. Yeah. In South Africa, the vibe that I got when doing my research is they were more fearful of the dead. Oh. And so they were trying to, like, appease the dead. I they were trying to like please them. Oh, okay. That, and that was the vibe that I got, and they were. It, it seemed a little bit more superstitious. Like when they they before re-entering the home, they mm-hmm. washed themselves to wash away I the see. bad luck. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I. I. I that's the vibe that I got. Mm-hmm. Um, in Australia, uh, Aborigines um, have a smoking ceremony to drive away the spirit, mm-hmm. and then they have a feast, and a dance is held. Uh, then the body is placed on a high platform covered in leaves and left to decompose. Um, in Iran, uh, the body is washed, then wrapped nine times in a white shroud that is tied with cords. Uh, the grave... <laughs> this, is, this gets a little complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, the grave should face Mecca, which is considered the holiest place on earth. Then mm-hmm. mourners recite prayers. This all takes place within 24 hours after death. They mm-hmm. They are supposed to bury them within 24 hours. Okay. Like here, sometimes it's a few days, sometimes it's even like a week. Right, because the... Yeah, whatever it's, a, reason. it's a long process. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, okay, so, so that happens within 24 hours after death. Mm-hmm. On the third day, a memorial is held. On the seventh day, the grave is visited and food is given to the poor. On oh, the that's f- nice. Yeah. On the 40th day mourners who have only been wearing black up until this point mm-hmm. can now start to wear color again and a gravestone is placed on the grave so in iran it takes 40 days to complete the a funeral lasts 40 yeah. days basically um i could be i'm probably saying this wrong but i think it's pronounced torhans it might be torjans um mm-hmm. of indonesia they sacrifice buffalo to take their loved one's soul to the afterlife uh, they also keep the body of their deceased in a special room in the family's home mm-hmm. where they are symbolically fed and cared for. Symbolically. Symbolically. Mm-hmm. Um, in Madagascar, there's a ritual called... I'm probably... I'm sorry. 
Famadi Hana, or the turning of the bones. Every five or seven years, a family celebrates and exhumes the bodies of their loved what? ones. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of... I remember, after doing my research, I remember yeah. that I actually saw a program that was... I don't remember if the whole thing was about this or, or what, mm-hmm. um, but I, I saw that uh, they were having one of these ceremonies. Yeah. And... It sounds a little bizarre to you or I because this is not what we do. Mm-hmm. But when I watched it, it was such a joyful thing for them to do. It was to take the body out. So what they do is every five or seven years. Yeah. So the body's like just bones now. Mm-hmm. And they're wrapped in like a linen or whatever. Okay, so they take them out of their grave. Mm-hmm. And they dance with them, like they hold them above their heads. And they, they dance with them, but it's a joyful thing. And this is a time for them to think about, to talk to them about what has been going on with the family, to kind of share with them. Think yeah. about uh, the Day of the Dead in Mexico. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of... I, I see where it's You going. see the similarity, right? right? And yeah. it wasn't a mournful thing, and it wasn't a super... It didn't seem to me to be like a superstitious thing or right. anything based in fear. It was more of just like... A celebration. A celebration, like... Hey, we haven't seen grandma in a while. Let's let's turn her bones for her. Let's bring her out to celebrate. Okay. And we can tell her how much we miss her. Mm-hmm. And they also use that time to tell stories of the person. Okay. Um, just kind of keep their memory alive and that kind of thing. And then what they do is they spray them with um, perfumes and they rewrap them in like, you know, like clean cloths. Uh-huh. Um, and then they put them back in the ground. Wow. To me, when I saw the like, it sounds weird. When yes. I saw the program, it was it was, more it was like lovely. Of a, of a beautiful ritual. It was. I thought it was in memory of your loved one. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you think about like the Day of the Dead. Right. That's the only difference is you don't you don't go take and the body you up. don't take the body up. Mm-hmm. Right. But you take them their favorite foods. Right. You do all this. You're you honoring them. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in South Korea, some people have. Okay, let me back up a little bit. I didn't write this down, but I did read this. Mm-hmm. In South Korea, they, they've passed... I don't know if it's a law or what, mm-hmm. but because of... Uh, over, There's not enough space yeah. to bury people. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to exhume the bodies of your family members. I want to say you, they get 60 years. I could be wrong about mm-hmm. the number. But they get a set period of time where they're allowed to be buried, mm-hmm. and then you have to exhume them and dispose of them in a different way. Okay? Because so, there's no room. There's just no room. So what some people in South Korea have done mm-hmm. is they've had, I guess there's companies out there that will make pretty beads, mm-hmm. like jewelry, yeah, out of the ashes, and then they display those beads in their home. Like they hang them on the wall. Oh. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of nice, because yeah. what do you do when you cremate uh, when you cremate a loved one? You just keep them in a box, or you just go spread them somewhere, right? Right. So let's maybe say that you you know you don't want to spread them somewhere, and you got to get them out of the ground, or you're not allowed to put them in the ground in yeah. the first place. And so why not make it instead of just keeping them in a box or an urn? Yeah. Why not make some some pretty art on the wall with them? Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I'm going to get all these wrong. Uh, but the Benguet or Benguet people uh, blindfold the dead and place them near their front door. 
the Apayo people bury their dead under the kitchen. The what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was still caught up in the blindfold and sent you set them in front of in the front door. The Benquet people blindfold the dead and place them near their front door after death. Okay. They blindfold them. They blindfold them and then they put them near their Be- front door. Wow. Okay. The Apayo people bury their dead under <laughs> the kitchen. Okay. Uh, the Caveteño people bury their dead in hollowed out trees. At first mm-hmm. I was like, that's weird. That is and, very weird. Well, listen to this though. If the person is sick and they know that they're going to die, they will actually choose the tree. So they'll go out oh. and they'll choose a tree that they like. Or yeah. maybe it's in close proximity. How do they put them in there? So they hollow out the tree. Yeah. And they then they put the dead in there after they die. Mm. I don't know. I didn't get too deep into yeah. it because... That's interesting. Yeah, but I th- it, it seems to be something like... The, well, at least I'm mm-hmm. imagining that it's to, like, nourish the tree. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Who knows? <laughs> um, the Tinguian people put their loved ones in their prettiest clothes. Mm-hmm. They place them in chairs, and then they put a lit cigarette in their mouth. <laughs> I don't, um, these are all peoples of the Philippines. Okay. Um, in the United States, uh, it's becoming more and more popular because of environmental concerns. I had never heard of this. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, the dead can bypass the embalming process. Not a lot of countries do embalming. It's yeah. us, Canada, and I guess Lenin from Russia. I don't know. Mm. But basically, it's us in Canada. Do you yeah. do that cricket? Oh, yeah. Gets louder by the minute. Holy cow. <laughs> um um, what was I saying? Okay, so I've never heard of this before, but yeah. apparently you don't have to be embalmed. Okay. Um, but in the United States, because of environmental concerns, the dead can actually bypass the embalming process, and instead of the concrete vaults that you place the coffins in, mm-hmm. they're being placed. People are being placed in biodegradable willow caskets that decompose in the earth. Oh. Yeah. So there's no like extra yeah. harm to the done to the earth, mm-hmm. right? I mean, if nothing else, you're more, like, nourishing it. Right. Yeah. And finally, my favorite, mm-hmm. a company called Eternal Reefs. <laughs> it's gonna, this is going to weird you out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's a company called Eternal Reefs, and they will compress human remains into a ball that is then attached to an ocean reef, providing a home for sea life. <clears throat> Okay. <laughs> I think that's kind of cool. I, I guess, yeah. <laughs> I, I like this topic. I mean, now I can see why you were like all into it because I'm like, I'm still questioning half of the stuff that you're talking about. <laughs> like, whoa. I'll leave you my notes. Isn't that interesting? That's interesting. I could have gone, and I've only, you know, this is only what, a, a dozen or so countries? Yeah. I. Could have gotten on forever. Mm-hmm. Like I could. There's so much information out there. Yeah, it's incredible, and I had so much fun. I, it, it's amazing all the stuff that you. This found was a really out. good. Yeah, topic. this was a really good topic. I know you were hoping that it would be like. Were you hoping it would be more like Halloweeny? Halloweeny. Halloweeny. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping that it was more like basic. <laughs> like, 
everybody does it sort of the same way. Uh-huh. I didn't realize it was going to be this interesting. <laughs> so, but I'm glad it was. I mean, it's it's crazy. This has definitely been my favorite topic to research. So thank you. So far. So far. And I know I say that every week, but it gets better every week. Yeah. So well, thank, thank you. you for doing your research. You're welcome. I don't know how I want to die now. What? I mean, not how I want to die. <laughs> what was how you? I want to get... Like, do I want to get cremated? Do I want to sit in my in my front yard with a cigarette in my mouth? Like, I don't know. <laughs> do you want to be dipped in honey and then and eaten? Then eaten? <laughs> I mean, you can you can I go through the process and then on Halloween night you can spread me. Out. Oh my gosh, that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. What is your question to me for next? Okay, so I don't really know how to phrase my question other than um, there's, I want to know if it's really a thing. There's something like, <laughs> I'm sure this is not what it's called, but it's like stand buyers syndrome where okay. people, people witness something and do nothing about it in like mass quantities. Like, so there was a okay. woman, there was a woman, I don't remember when, I want to say it was like the 60s or something, mm-hmm. and she was... Uh, in the middle of the street mm-hmm. with like apartment buildings completely surrounding her. Okay. And she was attacked and ultimately murdered. Mm-hmm. And lots of people that were in these apartments like heard and actually looked and saw mm-hmm. and nobody called the police. Um like why didn't anybody call the police? And I, I wanna Okay. I, I feel like maybe this is something that happens quite often where people think, oh, somebody else is going to do it, maybe? Like, why does it happen if there's so many people involved? Yeah, like... In the witness part of it? Yeah, like, how come... Mm. Like, are somebody thinking, oh, somebody else will call the police? Yeah. Or are they... Like, what... what I don't First know. First of all, is it really stand by your sin? <laughs> it's, okay. probably, it's probably not called stand by your syndrome. But where people where people stand by and, and watch, like in large quantities. Okay. They witness something and nobody does anything about it because okay. they think somebody else is gonna do it. Or okay. whatever. <laughs> Got it. Wanna be a part of the show? Send your question to is this a thing or am I crazy at gmail.com. Or send a DM to our Instagram. And don't forget to follow, like, and subscribe. Thanks for listening. Bye.